Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ethan's Thoughts. Episode 36, guys. We are rolling. We are like rolling nonstop. So today's episode, I'm going to be doing a moment of reminiscing. It's been a couple couple weeks, so I kind of want to take some time to do that. I think it'd be funny and cool to kind of tell some stories, tell some tales of the day. The wedding day. Now, a lot of people listening, actually not a lot. We didn't have that large of a wedding. But people that were there, and if you're listening and you were there, you already know how it went. You know, from the moment we walked down the aisle, when that all began, to when it was over. Whenever you left. But today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the funny behind-the-scenes things of what was building up to the moment of walking down the aisle. Because let me tell you, it was not that bad. So if you enjoyed the episode today, make sure to follow the podcast, share with a friend, give me a little rating if you don't mind. Whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, a good rating wouldn't hurt. But without further ado, let's talk about the buildup on my wedding day. All right, so let's break this down. You know, let's hit the right spots here. So we'll start with the day before the wedding because that has a funny story in itself. So the day before the wedding, it's a Friday. It's May 19th. I wake up in the apartment. I don't remember exactly what I did that day. However, we'll get to the funny part. So a lot of people ask us through that time of, Build to the wedding. Like, you guys are gonna have a rehearsal dinner. What time is the rehearsal dinner? Well, we didn't have a rehearsal dinner. One, we just didn't really feel like we wanted one. I don't know. Like a huge fancy dinner. We kind of got something like that because also the other reason we didn't have one, Sydney's close cousin and my brother are in the same graduating class of high school and they graduated that night on May 19th. Shout out Evans, shout out Carson, graduating from high school. And so we wanted to go and make sure we were there at their graduation. So we had town, you know, Evan's graduating and we have the wedding the next day. So lots of family are here. Everybody's like getting ready for what is coming. And we attend the graduation and it's like sprinkling a little bit, but like you think it's going to rain the whole time because it's an outdoor graduation. But it's like holding off, and we're all like, oh, man, thank goodness. It rained for a little moment, but it stopped really quickly. And then literally as soon as it was over, like as soon as the graduates left to go, like I guess grab their diplomas or whatever, like, you know, they were done. The bottom just opened, and it was just a flood. And sure enough, it only lasted about 30 minutes. 30-minute flood, and then everything was back to normal. But I mean, it was a monsoon. Like you can barely see your car. It was crazy. So we're soaking wet. Thankfully, I could change some clothes in my car. I did it legally in a parking lot. We went to eat. And here's where it kind of gets funny of the night before. So we're going to eat with all the family at this um, restaurant. And I got two of my close buddies who were in my wedding. Alan and Cam, we'll name drop. 
they are wanting me to come up and have like some fun in Jonesboro the night before. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And some say this was bad on my part. Others say it was just an unrealistic expectation. So I lived an hour. Like I was at my hometown because of the graduation. So I'm an hour from Jonesboro. And we were about to get our food. We had gotten our food. And we were eating, and then they asked me how much longer. And I was like, you know, I think I said, I'll be leaving here soon because we were already eating. Well, I didn't know the table behind us. We had like two tables full of my, like our family. I didn't know the table behind us hadn't even got their food yet. They hadn't even got their food yet. And we were there for Evan's graduation, but also I can't be ignorant. People were there because I was getting married as well. So you have like this weird balance where it's like, I don't want to just dip out early because, you know, this is my family. They're here for this special weekend with for both of us. I didn't want to just dip out. That could be selfish. So I stayed. And I kept socializing, eating, waited for them to get done eating. And then when we all universally agreed it was time to leave, it was, I had already received a couple of other texts like, bro, where are you? How close are you? How close are you? And I said, well, it's going to be a second. I said, I'm in, I now was actually leaving at this time. I was like, I have to drive there. I said, where are you at? I said, Osceola. Oh, man. They're like, they're all like, what? You didn't tell us you were in Osceola. It's like, well, I was there for my brother's graduation. That was their fault. They didn't pick up on that one. So then I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll head straight there. Well, my cousins, two of my cousins were in town, Stephen and Gabe. They were going to come with me. Well, they had to go by the hotel and check in and all that. And I was like, well, that's going to, their hotel is the opposite direction from Alan's house. So it was kind of like this weird, I don't know, man, what are we going to do? So I decided to just go with them. And then we were going to maybe meet Alan and them at a Dairy Queen. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. They went and picked up Crumble Cookie and wanted me to come to the house. And one thing led to another of when I got there hit a moment of traffic and it just ultimately led to I just didn't want to go all the way out to where I lived and be out that incredibly late the night before the wedding. But they gave me so much flack for it. They're like, we had all this expectation you were coming. We were going to do this. And this. So the ultimate truth of all of it is I had the bad communication. And I only share that story because I still went and got some ice cream and hung out with my cousins for a bit because they were in town. But it was like a chill hangout, I guess. I don't know. So the morning comes. It's wedding day. I wake up in the apartment. I get ready. I take a shower. I grab all the things I'm going to need for the day. And... I head out. I head out to the venue. So I get to the venue, and lo and behold, everybody, everybody said, "Oh, I heard all these jokes. Oh, Sydney, you better make sure Ethan's there on time. You better make sure the groom's where he needs to be." I beat the bride to the wedding venue. Ding, 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 ding. That's right. I, the groom, 
beat Sydney, the bride, to the wedding venue. So I don't know what you got to call that. I call that a slam dunk. So I beat her there. I'm there decent, decent time. And we are. My parents got like a, a room in one of the hotels that was attached to the hotel rooms that was attached to the glass factory. So we're kind of just hanging out with them for a second. And, you know, we're seeing what's up. And then I think they went there for. So we had plans to go to the, the Parsonage, just a downtown restaurant, like a brunch, breakfast, lunch, brunch place. And uh, we're going to go to eat downtown. And so, so it was like 9, 9.30 we were going to go meet. So I'm at the venue like 8.30, 8.45, and we're just kind of around. It's kind of feeling real. You know, I'm seeing the decorations. Then I felt kind of guilty. Felt kind of guilty for not doing the decorations. And so I uh, I went and hid so I wouldn't feel guilty. You know, it's like that thing is like you feel like you should help out. Like they're unloading stuff. Feel like you feel like you could. But then I guess I had a moment of like where I felt like, you know, this is a big day for me. It's the wedding. So should I? I don't know. So I did it. So I just hung out with my fam. Saw a few grandparents. We uh, hanging out at their dorm or their hotel room. And so we. Oh, I got something in my eye. Okay. Then we went to the Parsons. So the Parsons group. That was a lot of fun. Just me, Colby, my brother, my dad, my uncle, Alan, and Cam. And we went, and it was just kind of like a bunch of bunch of goobers hanging out. And while we're sitting there eating, we like, I think we just got our food or we we're about to get our food. A man walks in. You A-State people don't love this. But a man walks in, and it's Butch Jones, head football coach of the Arkansas State Red Wolves. So he goes up to this place. They got, like, you know, an upstairs area in the Parsonage. I feel like you got to be elite to get up there. And there was he was talking to a recruit. I'm guessing it was a Jonesboro recruit. Yeah, Butch Jones just walked in, went up there, looking like a dweeb, hanging out. He actually sometimes looked a little awkward while sitting up there hanging out with them. But we're like, hey, there you go. There's Butch Jones at the Parsonage. That's what Cam literally said. Wow, there's Butch Jones at the Parsonage. Yep, that's where we're at, and that's where he's at. And we got the food. Food was great at the Parsonage except the grits, the cheese grits, man, kind of missed. I didn't even eat them. I just know everyone else must said they missed, so they missed. I had like this weird assortment of stuff in mind. Wasn't on board with it, but. You know, so this is where things are getting like a little bit more advanced. So some time goes by. The guys leave to go back to one of the houses to get all their tuxes and stuff. And I'm just hanging out. I'm legit just sitting there, Dr. Pepper in hand, living life. Well, in the hotel rooms that my parents were staying at, the AC was messing up. I think it was out and leaking. One of the, it was either one or the other or both. And so we're kind of just hanging out. And we did our, well, we did the run through after the Parsons. We did our little practice run. And then that's when everyone kind of dispersed for a little bit. That was the last time I saw Sydney until the first look was the little run through. And so we, while they were fixing our air and stuff, they actually said, Hey, we have a groom suite now. And as sorry for y'all's room, not being 
in great condition, we're going to put you guys in the groom suite for free. But we didn't even know there was a groom suite. Apparently, when we made the reservations for the place to stay here months ago, the groom suite wasn't even open yet. So we go in there, man, it's nice. Dude, we got beds, bunk beds for the groom party. Got a bathroom. We got couches. We got a TV. Man, and we're like, we are literally like right next to the little greenhouse looking room where you like you walk in to go down the aisle and like where you get everyone else like walked in. Like everybody that walked into the wedding, you passed me. I was watching you. I was watching everybody pass me going inside to the wedding. So this is where I guess the part of the story gets juicy. So we have the, we got all dressed up, you know, we're all top to the nine and we have the first look. So they didn't want me to see Sydney prematurely. So we, we entered Operation Bald Eagle. Operation Bald Eagle. I had my brother, Alan, Cam. Garrett was in my wedding as well, Sydney's brother, Garrett. But Garrett has a, he's got a, a youngin, my nephew, Anakin, who I love. And they were, they were with Anakin at the time. Understandable. I love my nephew so much. Anyways, we. We're going to the pictures and they were like, we're going to go bald eagle formation. So Colby went in the front, or no, Alan went in the front. Then about 10, 15 feet, then was Cam. 15 more feet was Evan. Then Colby walked right in front of me directly. And it was the idea of if Sydney was in there or if it wasn't time, they were going to give the signal before I approached the door. So they're at the door. Cam's even. Huh. At this point, Cam is in. The vin, like the actual reception area, where we're about to do the first look, and I'm still on the sidewalk on outside on the street. The coast was clear. I come in, they set me up, and we're about to do the first look. I can hear Sydney's voice; she's behind me, and I'm just like shaking. I'm going crazy, and we turn around, and ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in my life, I, Ethan Glenn, was speechless. Everyone was wondering if I was going to cry, if I was going to do this or that. Well. A lot of people have found it more shocking that I was truly speechless. I couldn't form a word. I couldn't even form a thought. I actually just went dead on my mind. I was just infatuated. And it was so bad. I froze so bad that the photographer, she was like, you can approach her like out loud. You know, like you can go up to her. I was like, oh, oh. And so we had our first look. It was awesome. Then we went and uh, outside and we read our private vows to each other. We had private vows and we read them to each other and we took a few pictures and then we went and got all the groom's party, the bride's party, took a bunch of pictures that way. They're hysterical. Then we got all the families lined up. We took a bunch of family pictures you know how it'd be if you know about weddings. Then, then we go back to the groom suite. She goes to the bride suite. Next time I see her, will be her walking down the aisle. This is where I just fall apart. Like I don't even know what's going on in my life. I lost it. Not like crying. I just lost my mind. And I was scared. I was nervous. I was anxious. I was all these feelings I'm not used to feeling. I'm not normally an anxious person. I'm not normally scared of anything, but man, I was, 
I was losing my mind. I'm pacing around the room like crazy. I literally think I'm going to vomit. Like I have actually like, I even went to the bathroom one time specific because I was like, I'm about to, I'm about to throw up. My mom said I looked pale. Huh. However, I couldn't have gotten through the day without the people around me. My parents, my, my groom's party, they really helped me out. They were there just to like calm me down, you know, help me come back to reality and things like that. But I mean, it was bad. I mean, I was literally like so worked up. And Lane, oh no, Lane or Grayson? I think it was Grayson. Yeah, it was Grayson who was at the wedding. Grayson Shirley, shout out Grayson. Grayson was like, yeah, me and Brooke were like, you looked super calm up there. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was like scared to death. I'm about to throw up on Sydney's dress. I was like, I'm about to vomit on you. And I whispered to her while we're up there. I was like, I'm struggling. And she just said some really nice, quiet, quick things. And I was like, all right, all right, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And Jonathan said he punched me in the face if I threw up on her. So the panic was there the fear was there but then it carried over into the wedding too like i'm i'm about to go out of the aisle and i'm just like what am i doing what's going on i'm, I'm about to be sick but i'm walking i'm walking and then she came down there when she got down there i felt a little bit better i did feel a little bit better I didn't cry when she came down the aisle, but I did cry in our family prayer time. I really thought that was special. I, I enjoyed that. I love my parents. Love my new parents. I got two parents, two sets now. But the wedding was great. I So many people who see how sometimes I'm calm and collected, maybe like in terms of not calm, but collected. It doesn't take a lot. I, there's not many social situations that can like just throw me into a loop. Well, this one was a situation in life that threw me into an absolute whirlwind. So there's probably a lot of people that wish they could have seen that, seen me in that state, worried, anxious, all that. And only if you did, rest of you may never see it again. Sorry. But that is the buildup to my wedding day. The rest is history. We go down there. We say our vows. We say all the I do's. We get the rings. Then we got married. Then we went to Disney World. And we decided to not talk about our Disney World trip as much. You know, we'll talk about it, people out, you know, in public, our friends, but like some public broadcast on a podcast or so about our honeymoon, you know, it was special. It was special to us. We had a good time. Just going to keep it that way. But man, thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode. Hope you enjoyed a little bit of behind the scenes that build up to the moment of the wedding and me going down the aisle and Sydney coming down the aisle and us getting married. But to cap this off, I just want to say, be married is fun. I'll be married three weeks. Today's the eighth that you guys are here in this episode. So on the 10th, I'll be three weeks-ish. So here we go. Woo. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. Give me a little rating if you don't mind. And I'll see you guys next week for episode 37 of Ethan's Thoughts.